0: Hello and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. And today I want to talk a little bit about stories. Everybody loves a good story, right? Oh, it's just so nice to sit and listen to somebody soothing you with a nice story. But there are also stories that we have rattling around in our head, on a pretty consistent, persistent basis. And sometimes we don't really think of it as a story. It becomes so real to us that we would never think, hey, this is just a story I'm telling myself. And so this is a concept I'd I'd like to just talk about a little bit today. We all have stories that we tell ourselves That are great and empowering for us and some that are not so great, not so empowering and often disempowering. And a lot of those disempowering, you could call them self-sabotage stories. They, a lot of them come from our childhood. You know, we learned something from our mothers or our sisters or somebody in the family or a collective. And we've kind of inherited them and we carry them around with us. And they're not really our stories. They're not our stories. And so what I'm going to invite you to do today is to think about maybe a story that you tell yourself relating to your body or food that is not serving you. And we all have them. I have them. I'll tell you a couple of my stories right now. I have a story. I'm a nutritionist. So I think that I have to be really good and at healthy eating and I have to be consistently, you know, just staying on top of it and and making sure that I'm getting enough nutrition and not eating foods that I know are bad for me and all of that, right? And that's a story that I tell myself. If I don't do these things, then I should know better and I start to feel guilt And probably some blame and shame. (laughs) It all gets muddled up sometimes. And I and I think, gosh, you know, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? I know better. I have all the tools. I have all the skills. I have all the knowledge. What is wrong with me? And so I'll I'll just as a side note, if you're listening and you're thinking, jeesh if Jill isn't perfect how am i ever going to be you know really good at this and i'll tell you right now the purpose of all of this is not to be perfect it's not to be good at it the purpose is to be learning and growing and giving yourself respect and love and attention and appreciation that is the purpose the purpose is not for you to have a certain number on your scale it is not for you to look a certain way it's for you to love yourself no matter what. And I know that's hard. Some people feel like self love is very elusive. Like, what does that even mean? Or some people know that they, they have a lot of self hatred. And others think, yeah, I love myself, but I still need to look a certain way because, you know, that's, that's just uh, that's what I have to do. I, you know, otherwise I'm not going to be successful or I'm not going to be sexy or I'm not going to be loved. That's the story. That's just the story you can be successful you can be attractive you can be hot as hell and not look like a supermodel i mean who looks like a supermodel anyway Ugh, just a couple of people right so it's the story that you know you have to look a certain way is not necessarily yours maybe you learned that story from your mom you know maybe your mom told you if you're not thin You're not going to get a good husband or you're not going to make it in life or girls are meant to be pretty. I have so many clients that I've interacted with that have been put into weight watchers because most of our clients are right now, you know, they grew up in the seventies and eighties. And so it was not uncommon. I, I have talked to at least five people, if not more, who were put into weight watchers before they were teenagers eight, 10, 12 years old, Weight Watchers. We know now in 2022 that <laughs> that's not cool and that causes a lot of problems, right? We, we understand that now. It's, it's probably, I don't know if they would even allow it now, but back, you know, way back when, that was how we were taught that our value and our worth was based on how we look. And we women have all internalized it. We've all internalized it. Even if you do feel like you love yourself and you're good and I'm good, I'm pretty good. But I know that I still can easily slip into that self-judgment. Oh, you know, my butt doesn't look the way I want it to, doesn't look the way it should. Oh, I I should have a flat belly because that's going to make me valuable if I have a flat belly, then people will like me more. Uh, they'll think I'm cool. A lot of this stuff just comes back to our desire to be included in the pack. Actually, I would say almost all of this stuff. <laughs> so a lot of the stories that we tell ourselves are coming from a, a, a biological imperative. So, so you know, the, the, the stories that maybe our moms learned about you have to look a certain way to be loved or lovable or worthy or to be successful in life. They learn that from their mothers, right? Or from society. But what what is at the core of that is that we as human beings have a very strong survival urge to be included in the tribe. So in a way, you could even just call this tribalism. Tribalistic weight loss. (laughs) tribalistic a definition of beauty. So we, as all of us women, we want to be included. We want to be loved. And we, in a very deep kind of inner place, associate being loved, being included, being part of the tribe with our survival. So one could even make an argument that, the endeavor to look good for women is an existential endeavor. We could actually feel a threat to our survival if we don't look a certain way. That's how we've been taught. So that's why, you know, I spoke to a woman last night, you know, she's she's uh, considering working with us and she's 73 years old. And she told me, she shared with me that she has feelings she thinks that she's trying to murder herself by the way that she eats. She said, why do I keep trying to murder myself? Why am I trying to kill myself? This inner saboteur is so dangerous to me. And so we talked a lot about that, but that's, she's 72, 73 years old. She's been struggling with her body image, she told me, since she was 10. There's a survival mechanism I that... I have to look a certain way in order to be included in the tribe. And if I don't, I will die. And that makes sense because as humans, part of the way that we evolved was, you know, one of the things that started to differentiate us from chimpanzee, you know, apes is that we learned how to share. We learned how to share. And maybe you can hear my cat in the background. She does not want to share. She's a carnivore. She's a killer. But, uh, part of, you know, so learning how to share meant a lot of good stuff. It allowed us to evolve away from other animals in many ways because we could, some of us could be out catching an animal and some of us could be home preparing the animal for food or, or foraging for food or, you know, building structures. And so we shared the load. And so without others, you could not survive without the tribe you were destined for death so that you would not survive. So we need to be included in the tribe. And the way now in our 2020, you know, 2000, 1990, 1980, whatever brains, 1950, whatever it is, we learned that we had to do certain things in order to be accepted by the tribe. And for women, that thing is to be beautiful, to be attractive. We are judged based on our physical appearance. And still to this day, 2022, we're still dealing with it, right? It's, there's a lot more awareness, but we're still dealing with it. And so many women, many of us have internalized that message and we, it has equated to this story of I need to look a certain way in order to be loved. I need to look a certain way in order to survive. And so of course I hate on my body and I judge my body and I have a long list of, you know, things I want to change in my body because that's how I've been taught to feel valuable. And who's going to love me if I don't look a certain way? So we need to start telling a different story, which is I am lovable no matter what. I am valuable no matter what. I am beautiful no matter what. And I can be sexy On my terms, not on your terms, not on anybody else's terms. Because I'll tell you, confidence is very sexy. By the way, look—I love Lizzo, she's the singer, because she is attractive because she has confidence, and she—I'm sure she has her own self-doubts and judgment on herself all the time, just like the rest of us. But she is—she has overcome that in many ways, and she is willing to say, "This is how my body is." And I'm going to love myself anyway. And I'm going to invite you to do the same because, and this is what I said to the woman I spoke to last night. She said, well, you know, she's done every diet you can possibly think of medical diet, e- everything you can think of multiple times. And she always ends up hating herself because she feels like a failure. Right. Oh my gosh. My cat is really involved in this. <laughs> so, what I said to her is I said, "It's. I don't want you to do a diet. I'm not going to recommend that you do a diet. That's the worst thing you could do. So please stop dieting, all of us. Let's get rid of the story that we need to diet. And she said to me, she said, I'm afraid to not diet. And I said, I, I have total sympathy for you. I understand that. It's, it's, a, it's uh, scary to not feel like you're moving in that direction of fixing what's broken right? We're broken. Oh, I'm too fat. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too ugly. My hips are too big. My belly is jiggly. Whatever it is, whatever the story is that we're telling about ourselves, we have to fix it, right? Because that's also what we're taught in society. And if you're not working on fixing it, then there's something wrong with you. Or if you try and you fail, then you're weak. And so these are all stories. They're just stories. And we can just choose to tell a different story. Now, so let's tell a story of I'm worthy, I'm lovable, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy, I'm confident no matter what my body looks like, no matter what I ate last night or last month, no matter what, because you are worthy and you are lovable and you are beautiful no matter what. And that's a story you could tell yourself. <laughs> that's the story. I'm doing, I'm doing what I'm doing right now and I'm going to accept it and but out of that place of acceptance and self-love and a little bit more confidence and feeling a little bit better about yourself that's where you start to open up the space to heal as long as you're judging yourself and that story is about how you're doing everything wrong and you suck and you're weak or you're too fat or you know your your body's not cooperating because you have an illness As long as you keep telling that story, you're, you're dampening, you're limiting your ability to heal physically and emotionally. Cause I believe that, that healing, that physical healing, whether it's weight loss or autoimmune, it doesn't matter. Physical healing comes, it's an energetic process as well. And so if your thoughts are always negative and and judging yourself, you're inhibiting that healing process. So tell a different story. Tell the story that you're lovable no matter what. That could be a little mantra that you use every day. I'm lovable no matter what. I'm lovable no matter what. That's it. End of story. (laughs) And that's a new story that you tell yourself and that opens up the capability, the possibility that you can heal and you can move forward. And you can move forward in a very slow, kind, gentle, and tender way Toward your healing. Rome wasn't built in a day. Most of us have been accumulating these terrible stories about ourselves for 40, 50, 60 years or more. So, you know, those stories are not just going to disappear. It's a practice. So just start practicing and don't expect yourself to be really good at it right away. And you don't even have to worry about the food right now or the fitness or whatever it is. Just focus on yourself and being kind to yourself. And telling that story that is true, that I know to be true. I know this to be true. You are lovable. You are worthy. You are valuable, exactly as you are right now, without changing a single thing. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful story. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to get more inspiration or information, Check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's spelled W-Y-N weightloss.com. And we have a blog, you know, with lots of articles and stuff. So that's winweightloss.com forward slash blog. Thank you for listening. I love you. And I hope that you are on your path to being healthier, happier, and kinder to yourself.